We're here. First day pod at gmail.com so you can reach out to us. She's Leanne. Hello, I'm Michael Govier. And you're watching a show or listening to it. Leanne, it's been a while since we've done a show. We did pod fade technically, but we're not done. Right. I didn't realize we faded so much until... <laughs> I went to go and make the graphic, and I was like, oh my goodness, it's been since August. That's awful. I know. Mm. Yeah, it really surprised you last night. You're like, oh my god, wow, it's been since August? What happened? Where'd the time go? Yeah, it just flew. But I'm glad that we're back. I'm super excited. I really, I'm really, really happy that we're doing this. Yeah, you know, I've been wanting to do the show still, and I love the show. And, you know, we're sorry that we disappeared. We really don't have a good excuse do we no no we just let yeah i don't think so our sounds get overwhelmed <laughs> and then uh mm, and then we just didn't mm. do it yeah you know every day goes by and you start saying things how you want to do them like hey we should do the show again we should do the show again me and leanne said that a bunch of times like yeah so when do you want to do it and then i never got a good answer out of either one of us and time kept going by. Next thing you know, three months could go by without doing the thing that you wanted to do that you actually talked out loud about. That's what's so fascinating about this to me because when you have plans or you have a commitment that you've made and you think you want to do it, but you don't do it, does that mean you don't want to do it? Because I love Leanne and I love spending time with her and I like talking with her. And I like this show because we try to be honest about what's going on around us. And a lot of celebrities have hijacked wellness and all that stuff. Like wellness podcast, a well-being podcast. They have ruined it for a lot of people. And I think a lot of you got turned off like, ah, I'm so sick of this. And the market was flooded. And I may have let that get to me as well. So I... I just know that this show is an important show. I always said it was the most important show I do. So that's why I didn't quit. I'm still here. I'm very right proud now. of you. Yes. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of us. I think the other thing that happened is we we had a change in life circumstances. Uh, I'm going to get rid of this background. Who cares? We don't need it. Oh, um, poor baby. So, yeah. Um, so our place Okay, so... Changed. Well, our place changed. So that changed kind of the dynamic of the way that we were doing the show. And so then it turned into yeah. instead of we were in and this is like a really good thing just in general life. We were in a very consistent way of being that it was we had our date and that's when we would show up and I would put my green screen on at my house. You would do the same thing. We would go on, do the hour show and that was it. And then it changed and we could start seeing each other. And then yeah, it was, okay, when are we going to do it? Are we going to do it on the weekends? Are we going to do it separate? Are we going to do this? And then when we got to this house, it was like, okay, we're going to do it in a different place. There was just too much. They're all excuses. But I think now we just finally made the decision. We're going to do it. And I like that we're doing it separate. So we're, <laughs> he's downstairs, I'm upstairs. But I, I still like that because I like this kind of, dynamic that we can both be talking but we're not just like i'm looking up at you while you talk kind of thing yeah i'm looking yeah. at you you look at me we were really squeezed in down here when we did it one time with michelle dickinson that mm -hmm. was the last show we did and now we're still doing the book club the book club is alive and well leanne just finished doing the book club about 15 minutes ago yep. it's pretty it intense huh it's I 
I really, really love our book club. So we have probably, there's about, I don't know, like 10 to 12 of us that come in regularly. And then we've got a couple people that will sway in and sway out. They'll come for some chapters, some books, whatever. Um, but there's like a core of us. And we've now been doing it for, how long have we been doing it? Over, has it been a year couple and a years. half? Two years? So at least we have a really good rapport, which we're still open to having people. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I want a book club, I want to come, you're more than welcome to. Um, but we all have such a good rapport and we're all open to like having major conversations. So um, I don't think we've ever had one book or one even book club meeting that everybody was just in agreement and we're like, yeah, that was wonderful. And no, I agree with everything that was said. There's always like, no, I didn't agree with this thing or I didn't like the way that that made me feel or it's always really cool conversation. So today, this book surprisingly, surprisingly for me, because I love it, but it has a lot of very heated conversations. So we're doing um, how to win friends and influence people written in the 30s. Um, I think it's still very relevant today. Um, there's quite a few people inside of the group that do not. Um, oh, come on, guys. So it's the conversations are awesome. Like, I'm really, really enjoying it. We're about halfway through. We're going to be done. Uh, we're going to do it every, we always do it every week, Monday, 8 a.m. Eastern time until 9 p.m. Uh, we start on yep. time. We end on time. And they we're do. Be very dedicated to the timeline. Yeah. We do. So, um, and we're going to be doing the book right up until um, Boxing Day or the 26th. For hey, Boxing Day! You guys have a Boxing Day in America? You know we don't, my love. Come on. Right. <laughs> Boxing Day is it's a British-Canadian thing. It's not American thing. Oh, that's a shame. So we're going to be doing it oh, right up until then, and then we're starting a brand new book on in January. So Perfect timing. A new year, a new book, a new you. A chance to join up with some people and talk about stuff. Yeah. In a really, really laid-back environment where there's no pressure and you can do what you want. Mm -hmm. I think there's some people who might think of book club and they might think there's a lot of responsibilities to it. I don't want you to think about it like that. A book club is a place where you can exchange ideas with others, disagree, agree, learn something new and share it with others. Find out something about yourself that you might not have found out if you had kept your mouth quiet, if you hadn't shared it all, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there's that's what I learned you know, tonight. There's certain weeks that some people aren't able to read all of the and we don't do a lot of reading. It's not like we're reading a whole book every week. Um, oh. We only read like 20 to 25 pages of the book every week. And then we discuss what was in there. Um, but some people life happens and they can't do it, but they show up anyway, which is awesome. So um, mm -hmm. because it's become more of a community too so um Yay! sometimes it's a highlight of the week you know to be able to be with your friends so another thing that i wanted to bring up that we just brought back to is the facebook messenger group um we just oh. call it like the facebook or the first day challenge um and basically all it is is an accountability group and so i think there's about seven or eight of us in there and we just kind of say what we want to be accomplishing either that day or that week um and then we chime in throughout the day if we're having a hard time with it um if we're having a really good day and we want to brag about it and celebrate our wins um celebrate 
it's really a cool, cool group. There's a couple people from book club in it. Um, and then a couple other people that are in it that are not in book club. So it's a really great group. So if you want to, if you need accountability for whatever you're working on, whether it's work, personal, um, health, um, you're more than welcome to join. It's free. Um, Yay! that sounds like fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I learned tonight by sharing in my group, I have a weekly meeting with my professor and my fellow students in my master's program. You know, since we started the show, I had been working on my internship in clinical mental health counseling, my master's degree, and now we're almost done. I'm finally doing the real work out there at my internship. I work there two days a week, and I have clients now, and I have to listen to them, and I have to help them and treat them with my own views based on my experience learning from others so that's all counseling is you learn from others and then you share that with them and then they hopefully can learn something about themselves so that they can have a overall well-being that's improved you know has your well-being improved because of others leanne no (laughs) absolutely 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 i can't imagine wait 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 why am I hearing myself if you're listening through your headphones? That's weird. No, it's not that. It's not your microphone. Don't worry about that. It's just something I noticed. It sounds like there's a speaker then that would be audible because I'm hearing it through here. This is the magic of doing shows. We're live, but we're not in the same spot. We're in the same house, but we're in different areas of that house. Anyways, you know, you when you... Upstairs? I want you to go to sleep. Go to sleep. Uh... <laughs> We have a very high bed now, too. We hope nobody falls out of the bed and dies because it's way up there. It's like three feet off the ground. So. Don't say that. <laughs> I know. But when you learn from others, you get to maybe share something with someone who's never heard that piece of information that you've learned. That's what's so cool about sharing and wisdom and empowerment. And yeah, that's what our logo says here. Shared wisdom and education and empowerment. And we don't mean that in a virtue singling way. We just truly mean that we together all learn from one another. So if you feel overwhelmed, you know, Leanne and I felt overwhelmed a lot. Probably, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are we living our best life? No. Why not? Because we're letting life get... So for me, I've been really... Uh, there's been certain times that I'm really feeling overwhelmed. And mm-hmm. what I'm getting excited about is I used to get overwhelmed and I would go into these cycles where I would be like overwhelmed and then I was just like couldn't handle myself and it would last a lot longer. Now I can kind of feel what's happening and when I'm becoming aware of it, I'm able to get myself out of it. But a lot of the times I just let myself stay in it. Um, I don't know why I just let myself stay in it. Um, Because it's what, you know, it's what you've learned and it's comfortable. Sometimes it's comfortable to, to do what you know and what's safe, even though you know, it's not what you want. So. Yeah, well, we got a lot of time to think, too. You know? Or maybe you don't. Maybe that's why nothing changes for certain people. You don't have enough time to think. You're busy taking care of the kids. You're going to work. You're running around. You're thinking about the things you want to do tonight, tomorrow, next week, this summer, vacations, 
responsibilities, and you don't even stop to say, oh, my God, that plan I had for myself, that was two years ago. <laughs> Whoops. You know, we don't want to. I saw a great video today from Laird Hamilton. Laird Hamilton is a surfer. Do you know who Laird Hamilton is? No, I'll have to look him up. Yeah, his name's Laird. Laird. He's married to Gabby Reese, Gabriella Reese. She was a volleyball player for the United States in the 90s. She's very popular because she was super tall and she kind of looked like a model too. Anyways, they're married and they are really into healthy living and taking care of themselves, which we all should be. It shouldn't be something we say like, you know, they're really into healthy living, but we're not. Right. right. Me and Leanne, we're really into healthy living. Not. <laughs> <laughs> and you know why? It might have something to do with the fact of what Laird was saying in his video. He said that he goes into an ice bath every day because he doesn't want to do it. And he said there's something really uh, invigorating, besides jumping into a giant bath of ice, of course, which would be cold for five minutes, but he's doing something he doesn't want to do. He knows it's good for him. There's a lot of health benefits he explained, but it's still in his mind like, oh, I don't want to do this. Why do I want to do this? So that's what we're not, we're doing things that we want to do or we don't want to do, but we're doing them anyways. Mm -hmm. We're just what playing, is it? we're playing it safe. And that, oh my gosh, I'm so, I just wrote it down. That's one of the things that I've gotten out of. I've gotten out of every day I used to take a cold shower, every single day. And it was for that exact same reason. It was because it was doing something and it wasn't doing something that I don't want to do. It was doing yeah. something that scared me so that I could prove to myself that I'm stronger than my mind. Oh. And, and every morning, that's how I started my day. And it's not. it never got easier. It was never like, oh, it's fine. Like I love cold showers now. Every <laughs> single day, it would be like, Okay, you can do it. You can, and it was a self talk. Uh, and instead of starting your self talk with, oh my gosh, okay, like I don't want to get out of bed. I got to do all these things. It was, you had to pump yourself up to be like, you can do it. You're strong. You can get through this. You could, and you had to get into it. And that's what Laird's talking about is you have to talk yourself into doing it, even though you don't want to do it. So as soon as you do that, that's a win for yourself. And then that sets up your day. For me, I'm going to tell you how silly I can get, like, for the stupidest things, I can get derailed. And I had this conversation with a couple of my friends in the last two days, and they agree mm. that they're the same way. But I didn't even notice this. So last week, we did laundry. I put yes. all of the, folded up all the laundry, put it inside of the hamper, like in a basket, brought it upstairs, put it on the end of the bed. And I never do that, but we had, we got a new ND bed. So I had the box, the ND box at the end of the bed. So I just put it there. And then I walked away, something happened, didn't do <laughs> it. Normally I put all the clothes away. So I didn't do it. And then I was too tired that night. So I didn't do it. And I was like, I'll do it tomorrow. And then I didn't do it tomorrow. And then I kept not doing it. And I kept, as I'm trying clothes on for the next day, if I'm not liking it, instead of putting it back in the closet the way I normally do, I put it on this hamper. And as the week was progressing, this hamper was getting full and more full of clean clothes. Mm. So I was coming into the bedroom every single night thinking, oh my gosh, that's such a mess. I need to put it away. Not doing it, going to bed, waking up. Oh my gosh. That's such a blah, 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 blah. And that's how I would start my day and end <laughs> my day with, I couldn't even do that thing. And then yeah. Sunday, I finally was like, this is ridiculous. 
And I took half an hour. I set a timer and was like, I'm not touching a thing until this is done. It took me 25 minutes, half an hour, I think, to do everything, put it all away. You saw me. I changed completely because yeah. that one thing kind of made me feel like, okay, good. I checked that off the list. I feel like that's done. It's not hanging over me. And it was well, why'd you do it? Because I wanted change. Because I wanted change. But you I want change all the time. Problem. I want change. Well, because I finally made, made, why did it happen? For me, it was because I was just sick of feeling tired and sick of feeling that day. I was just, I was feeling real the Saturday. I was just feeling really sad and really like I just couldn't win. I couldn't oh. do anything right. I couldn't, I was just like, everything was just like, nothing felt good. And I just like, and that was one of the things. So then I ended up doing that. And then I was like, what are some of the other little stupid things around the house right now that are just bugging me that I can knock it off the list? And so I did that. There were a couple things for work that I had to do. I did that. They were all like 20 to 30 minute things. That's it. But they hang and take so much real estate in my head that it just makes it feel like everything's out of control. So a lot I of the time, that's all it still is. still don't know why you did it. Because I wanted to change. I was laying in bed that morning and I just needed. But wanted to change. Like I said, a lot of people want to change. What? You just get to a point. That the... You just. For me, I didn't want to feel the way that I felt the day before. Nothing that I could do. You were helping me put the furniture away, the the furniture in the backyard. Yeah. That should have felt good because that was getting done. It wasn't feeling good for me. I like, oh. I wasn't happy about, I was, I'm grateful. Thank you, Mike. I really appreciate it. Like that was wonderful, but it, that wasn't good enough. Nothing was good enough. Nothing was feeling. So when I woke up in the morning and I was laying in bed, you had all your stuff that you had to do. So you were already out of bed downstairs working. And I was laying in bed thinking I have two choices right now. I can either go and have another day where I just don't feel like I can accomplish anything. We went to Starbucks which yeah. usually makes me feel awesome to go to Detroit, sit in Starbucks, get work done. My Downtown favorite Detroit. thing. My favorite thing. Yeah, you're really I, sad there. I was super sad. Yeah. So it was just a really bad day. And I think sometimes you just get to a point that you're just like sick. For me, I don't know. For me, I just get to a point that I'm just sick of feeling bad for myself. So I laid in bed and I was like, you can either feel bad for yourself for another day not accomplish anything, feel overwhelmed, and then start Monday feeling overwhelmed and behind the eight ball and like you just can't do anything. Or you can do the little things that will help. And so that thing was just staring me in the face. Literally, I was laying in bed and I was watching it through the mirror. But I was like, that's one thing that I have control over. I don't have control over a lot of things, but I, I have control over that one thing. So I'm going to do that one thing and get it out. And then that was like a, yeah, that feels good. And then I went and did the dishwasher. The dishwasher has been clean for four days and I didn't unload it. We've been washing dishes. So then I don't have to unload the, the dishwasher. That's stupid. So I just finally did that. Like it was all little things. So the reason why I did it is because I just didn't want to feel sad anymore. And I didn't want to be, I was in a pity party. Mm. I didn't want to anymore. No. Yeah. Is that wrong? There's a lot that you want to. 
There's no right or wrong answers, of course. <laughs> it's the first day pod. We're live. We're back. In fact, we'll be recording this probably on Monday nights, right? That'll be our thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so we can see us every Friday night around just after nine when book club ends. Leanne can breathe. Monday and then night. We'll move in. Yeah, Monday night around 9.10, 9.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be back for you here during the holidays. When you feel overwhelmed, we'll be here for you. So ask us questions. Share your comments. Sue's here. What's up, Sue? Sue's in the book club. She says, we can get addicted to negative thinking, especially when we feel overwhelmed, which makes it more difficult to just do it. Yeah, the more negative you are about yourself, it's actually not a pathway out. You'll just compile on top of yourself more and more and more, believe it or not. you know The impetus for change is always there. It's just whether we recognize it or not. We don't need a catastrophic event. We don't have to feel crappy about ourselves. Um, we also, we I, I, I think another thing that for me anyway that I really need to start doing, and you've seen this, that I go like this. <laughs> Sue. <laughs> Very good, so Sue. That was funny. So Sue said, don't tell him that he's wrongly. So um, because the book that we're reading right now is that that's how we win friends and influence people by not telling them that they're wrong. Um, (laughs) Very well played, Sue. Um, So what was I saying? I don't know. What day is it? (laughs) Shoot. No, we were just talking about the impetus for change and negative thinking. It doesn't have to get so bad that you finally make a change after you have a heart attack or you find yourself in a intensive care unit for or a psychiatric evaluation because you become so negative negative thinking on top of itself could be really useful actually because it makes you feel how you really feel so i can actually see both sides of it but if you just continually look at yourself as i suck i suck i suck oh i made another mistake i'll just make another mistake that's a mistake oh i just ate that twinkie i'll eat three more twinkies now i'll have a gallon of ice cream who cares i already did that so let's just keep going i already made it worse and then you think you could dig out of that and start fresh the next day and it never happens that's just not how it works it's mm-hmm. meaningful change happens through gradual slowly day by day it really does that sounds boring and everybody wants the quick fix the quick answer, the quick resolution so that they can just be perfect 10. Look at me. I'm super fit and top notch now. It's just not how life works. You'd know that. So don't come up in here trying to find the quick fix because it doesn't exist. Nobody gets fixed. What you do is accept your position. You accept the reality around you, even if it is a bummer or downtrodden. Like, oh, I feel like crap. My life sucks right now. If you say that to yourself out loud and you accept it, That will improve the chances of you making a decision to make a change, to put yourself in a new direction. It's very possible. Acceptance is huge. Mm -hmm. If you're overwhelmed, you must accept that you're overwhelmed. If if you're in denial, then you're going to continue to be overwhelmed, and you won't quite understand why you are. Why am I overwhelmed? Wait, I'm, I don't. I, you won't even say that because you're not even aware of it. Gosh, I don't feel good today. I don't feel quite right. What is up with me right now? going on here it's a mystery to you it's a mystery to me but we all know we know the truth about ourselves just a matter of do we decide to recognize what's really going on or not well said well said tough tough our lives are miserable i mean our lives are terrible right now (laughs) okay i was being a little too harsh if they were miserable or terrible 
we would be making changes. But me and Leanne, we get along well. We love each other. We love spending time with one another. But we also, we don't take care of each other properly. You know, we're not good to each other in the ways that we need to be in terms of setting up boundaries for ourselves when we make unhealthy choices for our lives, physically and mentally. And we love each other so much, but there's a permissiveness to both of us that allows our lives to keep going forward in a good way. We're not miserable. We love each other and our relationship is very healthy as far as I can tell, mm-hmm. but we're not, we're not stepping in and saying, all right, this is what we need to do. And here's how we're going to do it. We might say, Hey, we need to do this, but then we don't carry it out. When it comes to the moment of truth, I always fold. I always do. Not always. Not always. Well, not Some- always. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't, but I'm really talking about food here too. Cause it's about mm-hmm. eating a, poorly making poor food decisions i i'm always folding because i'm like you know what my life's not that bad but that's pretty good so i start to rationalize it but then i'll think about it in other parts of the day where i'm kind of bummed but i'm not bummed enough to make a change Mm -hmm. you were you were bummed you're like hey i'm pissed Mm -hmm. i was not satisfied and i put on you know my favorite (laughs) playlist that sounds angry but it's not i'm very it's just like a very (laughs) doesn't sound angry you're putting a label on it because my mom hates it because she thinks it sounds angry she says that it sounds really like for somebody that's so positive and happy why are you listening to that because it's like you're you're it's all good messaging but it's very intense the way that they deliver it it's basically Um, like inspirational, motivational stuff on YouTube or Spotify. You can listen to this stuff on repeat for hours. Leanne loves doing that. If she's alone by herself, she'll put it on and that's what she's doing. And it helps me. But I... Does it? These, it does help me. When I'm doing it, have you ever heard me or have you ever seen me do it and not be doing something that's like benefiting me in some way? Have you ever seen me like listen to it and like, oh my gosh, I want some Oreos. I'm going to sit down and just watch Netflix and eat Oreos and listen to my jam. No, I listen to that. And music has like a real way of, we talked about that. Music really can change the world and change you. So mm-hmm. that that playlist, I have it on my Spotify. It's on the front page. Um, that changes things. And that I started listening to that morning too on Sunday. And do you remember – so? We've had actually a couple people that have come on here, and um, Dave Wolf was one of them. And hey, when he Dave was, and Judy. Yes, and when he was talking about his no sugar, and he went into it, he had a list of things that he had to do that if he felt the need to or the craving to go and have sugar, he had a list of things that he could go through that he knew, and it was a long list. He said he didn't really – there was a few times that he had to go through the whole thing, but mostly he never had to go through the whole list, but it was there to save him. And it's knowing the things that can get you out of it. And as we're talking, I'm realizing cold showers, I know help me. I stopped doing, I haven't done it. Um, the cold shower, the music, I don't listen to that a lot on my own anymore. So when I really need it, I'll put it on. There's certain things that are just, you know, make you feel better. The eating, the drinking, the water, the starting your day with lemon water. We were just talking that when I was at work. Um, 
We were talking about starting your day with lemon water. I used to do that. I used to feel really good. And then I didn't want to eat garbage. Um, I used to start my morning. I'd go with girlfriends at six o'clock in the morning to go for a walk. That made me feel good. And I've given up all of these things slowly. Um, but I need to just get them back. So I'm starting a list right now with these things and I'm going to put it everywhere. I'm going to put one upstairs. I'm going to put one in the kitchen. So then I can remember that when I'm feeling like I'm not, when I'm overwhelmed, I can go and do these simple little things. Grounding. I haven't been out grounding in mm. a long time. I used to do that all the time. Every single day I made it a priority to go out for five minutes with my shoes off in the ground. And I haven't done that in, I don't remember how long I've done that. Yep. Hey, you're right. That's very honest of you. I appreciate you saying that because I know how you feel because we're both doing things. So we're not trying to like constantly harp on our lives. We don't want to spend, I don't want to spend all my time harping on what I'm not doing right or the things that I'm doing poorly. That's not why I live. I don't exist really? to do that. Yeah, I don't. I really, I don't exist to be that way. I like to make fun of myself and crack jokes, but you know, I want to live a long, healthy life and I want to be as productive as I can. Mm -hmm. But you know, the one thing we haven't mentioned, and it has to be mentioned, is we are living in a culture and society that is very unhealthy. And so we try to figure out what's wrong with us instead of looking at what's going around outside of us. And that's mm -hmm. something that's very important to this discussion. We talked to Mikey Ahedo about it last year when he talked about you know, the structures we live in and the mental health. We just assume that there's something wrong with us always. We don't look around and think about the policies and the decisions and the advertising and all these things that influence us daily. So just remember that it's not just you. Okay. It's mm -hmm. what is happening all around us. And remember how important that is. Yes. You can control some of your own variables and create change for yourself by doing what Leanne did. She sat down, she folded closer. She's like, all right, I'm going to do this right now. You can do that, but don't beat yourselves up too much because we're living right now in a society that is very unhealthy. It's not good for us. It just isn't. In fact, we're contributing to it right now. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitch and Facebook. And these are social media platforms that can be very dangerous and unhealthy for us if we don't check ourselves. But it's like anything else. It's about moderation. So if we're not moderating ourselves when it comes to not overeating or to consuming too much social media, then we have to put up safeguards. We have to get proactive. And you need an accountability partner. That's what Leanne loves the most. She loves having an accountability partner. And I got to be better so I can be accountable for her. But you don't necessarily like it's ideal if you can have your partner as your accountability partner. But a lot of the time that doesn't work. That's why yeah. having something outside of it that like because we both can talk each other out of it. Like, oh, no, you're like, it's, yeah. fine. it's just this one time. We're just going to do this one time. And yeah. um, but having that. But also, like you were saying, is we do need to set up safeguards in our own life and we do need to set up. I've talked about it before that we need to curate our social media. And that is a constant, constant thing. And I think being aware, like having the awareness of what you need, having the awareness of what affects you, what triggers you is really important because, so we started up this group, this accountability group, and we, it's another thing, haven't done it since August. So there really uh. was something there. That's so funny. But anyway, so we haven't done it since August. So 
what I said, one of the first things that I said when I relaunched it was, listen, I love all of you guys that are in this, in this, but if it's not serving you anymore, do not stay in it. Do not get notified every time that somebody messages because you feel like you need to do it out of obligation because you want to hurt my feelings. You need to protect yourself. So if hearing that dinging or being a part of the group and being reminded that you're not being healthy right now and that's going to like make you feel worse about yourself, get out of the group and then come back to the group when you need it. Social media, we should constantly be curating it. And using our notifications, you can go in and set notifications per person. You can set that I don't want to, I've got messenger from some people that they will message me all the time about garbage and they don't even care if I respond. They mm -hmm. just want to be talking at me. So I've taken off the notifications. I don't even know if they've messaged me. And if I go to message them about something that I need to, I'm like, holy moly, that's been like a month of them just like sending me a whole bunch of stuff. And they're clueless. They don't even realize it because they're only talking at me. So yeah. I've protected myself. And you, that I think we have to do because it can mm -hmm. go on and you can see all these people that are making you feel bad or whatever it is. Curate it and curate, curate it. It's, it's just true. And I mean, like I say that, but then I fall into it where I go into like, where you're like, um, uh, competing against people. And as soon as I start getting in that feeling, then I stop and I'm like, that feels really gross what's happening, but it takes a couple days for you to be doing that and being in that. So I think being aware yeah. of what's actually affecting us is really important. Jason says, having your partner as your accountability partner sounds like a recipe for disaster. No. Yes, you're absolutely right, Jay. By the way, Jay, hope you're doing well. Leanne, that's the guy who got us the, got the hander pants. Remember uh, hander pants? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And our yodeling pickle, which we love. Oh, my so. gosh. I love both of them. Jason. Thanks, Jason. My dad, I let my dad take one of the hander pants and... <laughs> He brought it to golf with him all the time. And it was like such a conversation piece when he was out there. So thank you very much. <laughs> Yay. All right. Well, that's uh, the first day pod for this week. We're back. We're hopeful that this will continue forth without any more hesitations or doubts. Monday nights, we'll get on the air here. You can listen to the podcast version anytime you want to on your preferred podcast platform love you too jay you good love man you. and make sure uh you subscribe to the youtube if you get a chance and if you never rated us with a five-star review on apple podcast do that please or and or spotify has a rating system now five stars you just click it you don't have to review we'd appreciate that the book club is always open firstdaypod at gmail.com is how you email us and that's going to do it thank you so much for not giving up on us we're not going to give up on you She's Leanne, I'm Michael, and we will see you next time.